The international break is over and we are back to club football here on the Plus Money Podcast. It's time for the season to get serious. We got Champions League kicking off in the middle of next week. We head into the fifth match day of the Premier League. We have a top four clash with West Ham taking on Manchester City. Brighton travel to Manchester United and a fun one at Newcastle when they take on Brentford. I'm Andrew Pissarro and Ani Sridhar joins me as we're going to give you our best bets for the weekend as we get ready for another fun weekend in the Premier League. International break in the books. Champions League just about to be here. Ani, I got some stats, but as always, you can follow us at the Plus Money Pod at Andrew Passaro at Ani three twenty three. Uh, Ani, I looked up last year. We only had two major international break windows outside of the World Cup. I didn't want to count that one because it was such a long one. Uh, but coming back for that October first weekend last year, the over three and a half hit in half of the matches. Over two and a half hit in seven of the matches. Both teams to score hit in six of those matches. Uh, and we had only two nil-nil shutouts. In April, over three and a half hit in three of those matches. Uh, over two and a half hit in five of those matches. Both teams to score hit in seven of those matches. And there were no nil-nil shutouts. So as much as I want to think the boys are coming back tired, last year the data doesn't match up with that. However, uh, we, we did have, I will say... Uh, coming in last fall, I think the World Cup was pretty much all but done for. So I, I don't know if there was many qualifiers. I think it was predominantly friendlies. Uh, so we did have a lot of Euro qualifiers. We did have a lot of World Cup qualifiers down in South America. Um, so it's been busy, but we're back. We're back to the club football. How are you feeling going into this weekend? Feeling pretty good. I mean, it was a profitable international break, to be honest. Um had a bunch of parlays the past few days. I know we put a few out on Twitter at the Plus Money Pod that uh, some people responded to on Instagram too. That were like, "Yo, good looks! Like, here we go. Thanks for the you know money on during the day on a on a random Wednesday. Uh, making people cash. We love doing that. So uh, excited to get going here. Uh, it's only been two weeks, but it really feels like it's been two months since we've had Premier League football. <laughs> no. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to get uh, get back into the action. All right, let's start. Uh, I do have something from Wolves-Liverpool. I'll put it out online. Uh, I don't want to bog it down. It's 7.30. I know a lot of people aren't going to be up for it. I will, but uh, you're not all me. So let's jump to Sheffield United when they travel to Tottenham. Uh, here's one that I'm, I'm targeting here. This is one of those games that I do like the both teams to score. It's hitting four out of the five Sheffield matches. It's hitting three out of the five Tottenham matches. It's at minus 122. I think you can take that all on its own at that price, but I do like both teams to score over two and a half plus 100. Uh, I like Tottenham team total over two and a half at plus 122, but my safest bet for this match, I like Spurs and both teams to score plus 155. That offense has been humming. Uh, I think they're going to get back after it. Sheffield have been exposable, but they've shown that they can score in big games. They did score against Manchester City. Uh, so both teams to score is what I'm targeting in that one. Yeah, one of your picks is actually one of mine. You got it at plus 122. I got it at plus 112. That's Tottenham team total over two and a half. Uh, you hit uh, you hit it right on the head. I mean, they're playing a lot of attacking football, and they're it's not just playing attacking football. It's playing attacking football well, and a lot of that's because of James Madison in the middle. Um, Sun looks really good. Uh, I saw a clip of his during international play where I think it was against Saudi Arabia, and they just missed a clear penalty. He had his legs completely taken out, but the guy looks really good in form. Uh, Tottenham's offense haven't skipped a beat since Harry Kane left, so uh, I like that play. 
Uh, yeah, shop around for your odds because we both got it at different ones. So uh, no, we we, we got it at the same price. I just can't read my sheet apparently. Okay, so, so I also had it at plus one twelve, and yeah, yeah, and I, you know, that's that dyslexia <laughs> coming in big for you. So be careful. But it's at a plus number. So yeah. uh, look, I, I, if you could get it at plus twenty two, I definitely would take it. Uh, Let's jump to Manchester United as they take on Brighton. Manchester United right wingers in a heap of trouble. Anthony now uh, looking to, uh, yeah, he's probably not going to be with the squad. They do have some young players that can play on that right side who are exciting, but um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I like two things here. The over three and a half has hit in all four Brighton matches this year. It's hit in two out of the four Manchester United matches. It's only at plus 112, uh, a reoccurring number apparently. Uh, so I think you got to keep riding with that one. But Brighton money line is plus 200 here, which this is a team that's had success against Manchester United in the past. Uh, Man United that isn't exactly, didn't come out of the gun, you know, the gates blazing. Uh, I love the odds at Brighton plus 200. And if you're not with me, you don't want to fully go for it. Uh, I would definitely look at uh, Brighton plus one or plus half a goal, whatever, or or draw no bet. That number's got to be comparable. Uh, we've seen Brighton have success against top six teams before. And I think this is a game that they could definitely take advantage uh, of a Manchester United that's slumping a little bit. And there's a lot of off the field drama right now. Yeah. as So I, I was kind of on... The similar wavelength as you with um, Brighton could come into Manchester United here and, you know, surprise them. But it's Brighton did beat Newcastle 3-1, but then that for some reason that West Ham-Brighton game just – I can't get that out of my head. At home, Brighton, West Ham comes in, wins 3-1. I think that's more so uh, a showing on Brighton's defense and it really is on how well West Ham are playing this early on. I don't think they're really that good. Uh, the the injury to Julio and CISO, I think, is more serious than we all anticipated, really. But I do like the over. You did touch on that. I'm all in on the over three and a half at plus 112 here. Both these teams have been leaky when it comes to their defense. Uh, Man U's not shy in creating chances, that's for sure. Pretty sure they, uh, they're up there and leading and uh, love betting on their corners uh, on most games. So they're definitely going to create opportunity. It's kind of the same problem with Chelsea. They're just not able to find the back of the net, really. And Brighton's a really good counterattacking team. Um, I'll feel a lot better about the over if Welbeck doesn't start and Ferguson gets to start. So uh, that's probably that's one of the big things here. Uh, but yeah, I love the over three and a half at plus 112. Uh, another one here. I didn't even think about it till right now. Brighton team total over one and a half is plus 104. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you take both of those because. Uh, I find it hard to believe Brighton doesn't score a couple times against that Manchester United defense. Um, I'm going to jump to, we just talked about West Ham. They're going to take on Manchester City uh, in what could be one of the, I don't know what's a better game at the 10 o'clock slot. You got Man United, Brighton, you got West Ham taking on Man City. Both teams undefeated, surprisingly. Uh, I got a whole bunch that I like here. Um, Manchester City team total over two and a half is plus 162. Man City and both to score is one plus 175. We've seen West Ham uh, score a lot of goals this year. We still haven't seen Mohamed Kudus. Uh, over three and a half is plus 150. Um, and I think you can get Man City and over two and a half at a plus number. I don't know if I wrote it down or not, but uh, I, I like, I, I think that's going to be a really fun one. Um, it, it should be a good game. I'm expecting a Manchester City win. However, both teams do have European matchups in the middle of the week, so we'll see yeah. how they rotate the squads coming into this. And uh, we did see Erling Holland play only 
uh, yesterday on Tuesday afternoon uh, for for Norway as they took on Georgia. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I kind of I stayed away from this game. I don't really have any plays. Uh, like I said before, I'm kind of confused on this West Ham team right now because uh, <laughs> I expect them to not be good this season, but they put on a few really good performances against Chelsea and Brighton. So uh, def- I'm staying away from that. I'll go to this Aston Villa Crystal Palace game, which uh, is probably going to be one of the bigger games uh, on this slate. I'm, t- I'm taking Villa minus 110 on the money line. Crystal Palace is not a very good team uh, away from home. They were uh, the worst team away from home last season, and they are allergic to creating goal-scoring opportunities and scoring goals. Like, worse than Chelsea they are. So uh, I'm going to take Villa here at home to uh, grab a much-needed three points. Yeah, they, they uh, Villa need a bounce-back game, especially after getting clobbered by Liverpool at Anfield right before the international break. Not exactly coming out of the gates hot and blazing like Villa would have wanted to. Do uh, you have anything for Newcastle Brentford, or do you want to hop over to Sunday? Yeah, one uh, one last play. Uh, you you mentioned how uh, there's after the international break, there's a lot of high scoring, not a lot of nil nil. I, I actually see this as a game where Newcastle can bounce back and get to their defensive ways. I'm going to take both teams to score no at plus one twelve. Uh, I see this as good as Brentford's been early on this year. A lot of that has come at home, and I'm going to take Newcastle to keep a clean sheet here. It uh, could potentially also be a nil-nil game, so I'm going to go with the plus 112 on both teams to score no. I did have, I don't know if it's going to be on my card later in the weekend, I was tinkering with Brentford plus one at plus 150. That uh, I could see that being a low-scoring, cagey affair yeah. uh, and, and, and walking out with, you know, well, maybe not all three points, but, uh, you know, maybe a draw, maybe that nil-nil. All right, Sunday. I'll let you go first because I know you got something from Bournemouth taking on Chelsea. Yeah, road fixture here for Chelsea. They kind of need this one, to be honest with you. Uh, They're coming off a bad loss against Forrest at home. Uh, One they should have had. They had a lot of opportunities. They just are not able to put the ball in the back of the net. But after they take on Bournemouth here, they host Villa. They'll play Brighton in the Carabao Cup. They'll travel to Fulham. They'll travel to Burnley, and then you've got Arsenal, Brentford, Tottenham, City, Newcastle, Brighton, United. (laughs) After that, an absolute juggernaut of a schedule in November and December for the Chelsea squad. So I'm going to take the money line plus the over one and a half in the game, and that comes out to plus 100. I mean, look, you could definitely go to Brighton to score some goals, and I do think the biggest thing for those Chelsea – like the. The players are in the right position. They're making the right runs. They're just not. It's all about the luck of getting it in the back of the net. And I saw it all last year with Darwin Nunez, where it's like I'll go to bat for that guy every single time because he's in the right spot. He's making the right movements. He's just not getting in the back of the net. And I'm seeing a lot of that. With and it's Chelsea a lot right of now. just like a lot of new people that haven't played together yet. Like they're they're slowly slowly figuring it out. So obviously you're going to have early season struggles. I think at the end of the year it wouldn't be shocking when we see Chelsea finish in the top five. All right, I'm going to jump to Everton versus Arsenal. Uh, I got a pretty simple one. Arsenal over two and a half at plus 105. Everton are cooked. Although, apparently they have new ownership coming in, allegedly. Uh, There's a new group that's going to buy out the team. I do kind of think it's too little too late. We'll see if that that stuff gets done before the winter transfer window and if if Everton can bring in uh, some new players. But I am surprised that this one is the 11-30 game. I would have figured that... 
the Premier League would have given Arsenal a Saturday game as they're going to play in their first Champions League game in years and years, uh, but they will have to uh, play on Sunday against Everton at 11.30. Uh, yeah, Arsenal in over two and a half. They might get the two and a half themselves. We'll see. Uh, I'm not expecting could, much. From- could you see this as a trap game for uh, Arsenal? Looking ahead to their Champions League fixture and kind of overlooking Everton. Everton's always played them tough. Everton has always given Arsenal trouble, and this is at Everton. I, I, it could potentially be a trap, in my opinion. I, I can't. I, I'm not. Look, it could be. It definitely yeah. could be. I, the, my thing though is, does this Everton t- like Everton are going to have twenty percent of the ball? Maybe, like. It, it really comes down... Well, the next question is, who's starting a striker for Arsenal? Because if they're still starting in Nketiah, maybe... Although he's played Speaking well. Speaking of, Everton finally if, have a striker now, too, though. Something they didn't have at the beginning of the yeah. year. They got Beto. It's, they, they, they've yeah. been looking for their number nine. Maybe that changes their fortunes. I don't know. I just... I don't see enough... Uh, it's not just the striker. It's the creativity there. Very fair. It's kind of everything. I'm just playing double um, 100%. <laughs> look... I'm taking Arsenal here in the pure Arsenal fans are telling me that this is the season we compete for a title. And if you're a team that's going to compete for the title, you got to win games like you know, this. You got to win yes. this game. You can't, you know, Man City's four for four right now. And, and Arsenal, they're not they drop points their against Fulham. Man City are not even playing their exactly. best football on their four for four. Yeah. Exactly. If you, if, as a Liverpool fan, I'm going to tell you now, Arsenal fans, if you want to you want to ride with City, you're going to have to win twice a week, every single week, to give yourself a chance at the end of the season. We finished with 97 points and didn't win, uh, or it was 98 points, uh, whatever it was. We finished with a, with a shit ton of points and we didn't win the title, okay? Mm-hmm. If you want that, you're going to have to go to Everton and get all three points, period. And you're going to have to score goals. So, uh, you know, and that starts this weekend. Um, Arsenal do have a very easy group in in Champions League, so they should be able to rotate and still finish at the top of that, but we shall see. We'll be getting into that next week. We'll be back bi-weekly again. We'll have picks for Tuesday and Wednesday, and yes, I will probably be throwing out Thursday Europa League parlays this year because I will actually be watching it, um, but be on the lookout for that. Like, subscribe, follow, Give us a five-star ratings review. We appreciate that. We're the best soccer betting podcast in 15 minutes or less. Find me another one that's doing this because you can't. Follow us at Angel Passar, at Ani323, at the Plus Money Pod. Let's stay positive this weekend. Good luck. Be careful with NFL Week 2, and we'll catch you early next week.